ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Anna Ferris, and I have this podcast fittingly titled Anna Ferris is Unqualified, where each week a different celebrity and I attempt to give relationship and dating advice. Recent co-hosts have included Matthew McConaughey. You got somebody you care about, you lost track of them. Go find out. Margaret Cho. Vacation <laughs> sex is always irresistible. Gwyneth Paltrow. I could make it all about them and not have to focus on my own problems. <laughs> and Seth Rogen. <laughs> so if you're wondering what your favorite celebrity or I would do in your situation, just listen and subscribe to Anna Ferris is Unqualified. Free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcast everywhere. Acast.com. Hello and welcome to the RadioTimes.com Doctor Who podcast. My name's Hugh, and this week I'm joined by someone new. Uh, no Morgan, no Helen, not even a special guest, although he is in a way a very special guest. I'm joined by Rob, Rob Lean, who is RadioTimes.com's new gaming editor. Uh, so Rob, how are you? How are you doing? Uh, hello, yeah, I'm good. I'm good, thank you. I've been uh, scrubbing up on my Doctor Who this morning, getting the uh, knowledge rechecked over. So yeah, ready to go. Great. Um, yeah, so the reason uh, that Rob's here is to chat about the Timeless Children. It's been just over a year since the uh, finale to Series 12, which was a pretty big one. Um, lots of twists, revelations, things like that. Uh, and a lot of, lot of almost some controversy, you might say, about uh, some of the things that were revealed. Um, so yeah, it was March 1st, 2020, uh, back when the most exciting thing going on was, you know, whether the Doctor and the Morbius Doctors were canon. <laughs> the last normal bit of 2020, in other words. Um, but um, yeah, so if you don't quite remember what happened, I mean, Rob, can you give us a little summary? I can indeed. Um, so yeah, the Timeless Children is obviously the final episode of season or series twelve. Uh, yeah, rewatched it this morning, and I'd forgotten more about it than I thought I had actually. So yeah, it kind of it kicks off with um, the recap of the first half of the finale, uh, which kind of ended on the point when uh Sasha Dwan's master kind of appears out of this sci-fi doorway portal thing um it had a funny name but I don't remember what it was it had like a funny yeah. stuff on it it was called it was called like the rip or the like the gateway or something I can't remember what it was it's just a portal <laughs> yeah <laughs> just a portal it did have a name I should have written that down um but yeah he comes out and then he says be afraid doctor because everything is about to change which I think was the the ending of the previous episode um, and yeah, the kind of plot line I'd almost completely erased or deleted from my mind was that there was the whole Cyberman thing going on as well, which was kind of left hanging from the previous episode, which uh, was, yeah, it was, so the Doctor, Graham, Yaz and Ryan had all been on a planet uh, with some kind of, I don't want to say g generic locals on a planet type characters, including a uh, one of the people from Derry Girls. Um, Koshamas himself, Ian McDermott. There you go. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, uh, the Doctor goes through the portal and leaves the rest of them to deal with the Cybermen, basically, while uh, the Master on the other side of the portal shows her the 
remains of Gallifrey, which has basically been reduced to rubble and a bit of smoke, uh, takes her into the uh, matrix chamber where he kind of puts her in this paralyzing beam of energy and then shows her uh, various kind of records of her past of things that she doesn't remember, um, which I'm sure we'll get into in a bit more detail. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, meanwhile, everyone else defeats Cybermen. <laughs> that, that bit's almost not uh, important anymore, I suppose. Um, but yeah, that's kind of uh, that's kind of what it does in in summary. Yeah, and um, we kind of obviously we had a few plot threads from the previous episode. I remember it, it, talking you talking about this is reminding me. Do you remember all the like, oh my god, who's Brendan? All the excitement <laughs> and like theorizing about who Brendan was, and it was kind of like. Uh, it's probably a sort of memory or something. <laughs> it was kind of the thing. But I remember that. It was just, to be honest, it was one of my favourite, this was in the previous episode, but one of my favourite bits of the last era of Doctor Who was when they kept cutting away to like heartbeat, essentially, randomly yeah. in the middle of his Cybermen. But I think they should do that more often. Um, but yeah, no, obviously, like you said, the, it's interesting what you say about the Cybermen thing, because I almost forget about that bit as well. Um, it's almost like to give the companions something to do while the Master explains the Doctor's new backstory to her. And also the master is off dealing with um, Ashad, the lone Cyberman. There's like two masters in this. And weirdly, I, I said this at the time, it always felt to me like Sasha Dewan is almost the main character of this episode. Like he's the one who's kind of doing all the things. He's in it the most, I think, of anyone, apart from maybe Jodie Whittaker. Um, and yeah, pretty good. I hope we see more of him. Uh, but the big thing about this episode, uh, which I think people probably are still talking about on the internet to this day, is... Um, the big twist is that the Doctor's past isn't what we thought. Um, it's kind of been hinted for a while, but basically it's suggested that um, the Doctor isn't from Gallifrey. She's from some other place that um, Tecteun, uh, who was a kind of original Gallifreyan, who has, which has a specific name, but I've forgotten from the classic series. Um, she basically found her and experimented on her and stole her innate regenerating ability. Um, and then gave it to all the Time Lords, and then the Doctor became a spy for a while, and then at some point had his or her memory removed, which was what the Brendan stuff was kind of, I don't know, it was kind of a skin for it, if you know what I mean. It was kind of like a representation of what happened. So yeah, pretty big. And then we had that big bit where the Doctor thinks about lots of things, and you see the Morbius Doctors, and everyone who'd been going on about the Morbius Doctors felt vindicated. Uh, we've heard so much about the Morbius Doctors. I mean, Rob, you weren't here at RadioTimes.com at the time, so Morgan and I have talked about this a few times, to be honest. Um, this is about our third or fourth podcast looking at the Times Children, because we have very little <laughs> else going on in our lives this year. I mean, what was your initial reaction to that when it all came out um, last March? I remember being super excited about it. I think it was one of those rare times and I'd managed not to have it spoiled for me by Twitter in the gap between, because I don't think I watched it live or maybe I did. Um, but yeah, I remember being completely surprised by all of that stuff. Although yeah, they had kind of, they teased it by, in a Fugitive of the Jadoon, hadn't they? Yes, by, of course. By the nature of Joe Martin showing up and neither of them remembering each other. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I remember being, uh, well, mind blown is the phrase they use in the episode a couple of times. And it was kind of one of those moments I remember trying to explain it afterwards to my my girlfriend who doesn't really watch Doctor Who. Uh, <laughs> trying to explain what had happened and, and how it was in any way exciting. 
I, I feel for you and for her in that situation. No one comes out of that winner, I think. <laughs> um, no, I know what you mean, though. It was a really, really big moment. And, like, it's interesting, actually, you mentioned Joe Martin, because um, I had an interview with Chris Chibnall in November for the festive special, and I asked him about that, and apparently that wasn't planned. It wasn't like, like, the Timeless Children stuff, those twists, he had Day Dot, that was his pitch to the BBC, was to... Um, in his words, kind of open up the mythology a bit more and add a bit of mystery to the Doctor's past to kind of just give him somewhere else to go with it. Um, you know, you know whether you agree or disagree with that, you know, that, that probably would vary. Like, you know, I, I sort of, I still see the appeal of it, but I also understand why people might be, you know, upset about the changing of William Hartnell or the sort of status of William Hartnell. But the interesting thing is he said that um, the Joe Martin stuff wasn't planned as sort of part of that. It's just he was working on an episode with Vinay Patel and they kind of had the structure of the Jadoon with a or there was some sort of space prisoner being hunted, not necessarily by the Jadoon. Um, and then they were like, hey, what if it's the Doctor? And then that kind of was like, oh, wait, and that would fit into the thing we we're doing this series anyway, which is kind of crazy because it it definitely like feels like it's all planned, but apparently it wasn't until pretty, like they were already writing it. You know, it wasn't like part of the structure of the series. Um, but yeah, no, it was interesting speaking to him about the fact that the Timeless Children stuff was kind of the pitch from the start because it's very, you barely get it in series 11 like i thought to be honest that the bits you know where the remnants kind of say oh the timeless child oh <laughs> in um uh, in which episode was that that was um uh the ghost monument that was it in the ghost monument in series 11 i thought that might be adr to be honest i thought they might have like thought, <laughs> oh hey we're gonna do that next series quick let's throw a reference back in the only reference in the entire series um but yeah no i i, I think it's definitely an interesting twist to take and I am kind of cheered by the fact that they're not just kind of leaving it there I mean it would be ridiculous for them to leave it there because it does seem like in as in we see in Revolution of the Daleks that the Doctor is going to do something about it doesn't it Rob seamless transition to you <laughs> saying something because I've talked for a long time <laughs> yeah it definitely feels like obviously like like Chris Chibnall said to you it's kind of all part of the plan and it was done like for a premeditated reason to kind of open up the the mythology for kind of more stories and stuff. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see what shape those stories take and and when and where we get them, because there's a sense almost that like those missing years bit, like kind of the whole period yeah, where she was with the division, kind of feels like it's been left almost completely unshown except for the glimpses we've seen of Joe Martin and the, the weird bits that we saw in Ireland. Um, so yeah, I think that they kind of need to put it somewhere, but it's a case of, is that kind of what the next series of the main show is going to be about, or are they kind of seeding a, a, a spin-off? I feel mm. like they wouldn't, they wouldn't have done it just for, um, just to leave it to like to big finish and, and the comics and the books and everything. It feels like something that We'll see on telly at some point, but I don't really know in what form. I think we definitely will. Like when we asked them about it, they basically said like, it is gonna, we're gonna see more of it. Like when I spoke to Chris Chibnall, he sort of said like, we've not just left it there. There is gonna be more of it, but there's not much in the festive special. And as it turned out, he was right. They kind of nod to it in the, the kind of the doctor's like, oh, I don't know who I am. And then Ryan's like, yeah, you do. And she's like, oh yeah, that's fine then. Um, and basically Ryan <laughs> kind of tells her to like, go and investigate and find out what exactly the story is with, you know, the division and all that stuff and her, her true story so that's kind of like that to be honest that kind of reminds me of like at the end of the day of the doctor when 
um, Matt Smith's like, ah, my new mission is I'm going to go and find Gallifrey. And then that isn't what he does. <laughs> <laughs> like at any point, he just goes and dies. And then Peter Capaldi wanders around a bit and sort of finds it a while later. Um, so I, I do wonder if it's whether there's a point at which there's a driving force behind this next series of the Doctor trying to like find stuff out about her past. And, you know, maybe we're going to see some of it laid out or whether it's just going to be like kind of normal standalone episodes, but it's going to pop in again and in the finale. I mean, the interesting thing as well, you bring up there with the division and how little we've seen of that period of the Doctor's life is there's so much of it. I mean, we kind of know, we seem to know now where the Doctor sort of started in terms of her interaction with Gallifrey, but you could explore where she properly originally came from, you know, like that whole thing. Would that be interesting even? Or would you want to keep that a mystery? I don't know. You could explore her years in the division. Um, you could sort of say what happened to, you know, b- between the Joe Martin Doctor and the William Hartnell Doctor to kind of... Um, make her forget and kind of think oh yeah this is my first incarnation and to be honest depending on how many incarnations there are you've got the morbius doctors as well it's like where do you even where do you put the pin the doctor's life was like i'm gesturing so no one at home can see this but the doctor's life was like here's the beginning here's the end and everything is within this sphere more or less and now it's like oh no there was this other bit over here and then it's like well where in here do you jump because you know the doctor's life has been fairly linear as the way we've seen it from the first Doctor to the 13th, but there's all these other things. It's like, you can't just do endless flashbacks. You know, will the Doctor meet other versions of herself? Will she meet Joe Martin again? And, you know, will any of this be affected by the fact that apparently, rumour has it, Jodie Whittaker might be leaving um, sometime in the next eight episodes. Are they going to be able to resolve all this? I don't think they will. My theory, which I think I've said to Morgan before, is that this is going to be a little like, you know, the Bad Wolf stuff in the Christopher Eccleston, David Tennant era, where it bridges two Doctors. There's going to be, a couple of doctors in the Chris Chibnall era, probably at least, who both kind of like deal with this same stuff, you know, because it would be as much of interest to the next doctor as it is to this one. I mean, maybe the point of this thing is that Jodie Whittaker's doctor is the one who finds out about it and kind of gets the ball rolling. And then it's another doctor who maybe, you know, is a bit more resolute, who wants to try find this stuff, is the one who investigates. I don't know. I mean, are there any bits that you'd be particularly interested in seeing the show cover? Um. Yeah, I think you kind of mentioned the two big ones there, um, which are, yeah, like the, what's, because yeah, the first, so now like the earliest footage we've seen of of the Doctor is when, yeah, she's a, she's a child kind of standing in front of another big space portal. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it's like, oh yes, this child fell, fell or was sent through here. And uh, she's got these, these amazing abilities. And so this, this woman uh, adopted her and experimented on her and everything. But it's like, well, I'm interested to know what's on the other side of that space portal. Is there like, is there almost like we've kind of seen how they, they manufactured a race of Time Lords out of, well, using her DNA, adding it to people. Is there like a race of original breed Time Lords on the other side of that original blade. portal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, the big twist is going to be in 10 years time when it's actually revealed that um, that wasn't the first little girl doctor. <laughs> And actually, there were 60 others before that on the other side of the portal um, who had their minds wiped and then they were sent through. And the doctor's actually like millions of years old, just keeps on being mind wiped and sent to different, you know, cultures across the, the universe. I mean, I can't wait for that. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's that's one. And then the other one, I suppose, is, uh, yeah, the, the division years, because they've kind of hinted that she was up to some dark stuff mm. in that time. Um, Kind of slightly more black ops time lord un, un unsanctioned or kind of missions and 
at some point the master said something about assassinations, but I wasn't sure if that was a reference to stuff he knew of that the doctor had done or stuff that he had done. Um, but yeah, I feel like there's some interesting stories there. But again, yeah, it's a case of how, how do you go about showing them on screen? Because it's not super interesting to kind of just keep kind of having like these clip show type things where you just kind of see see bits of things that happened before and then Jodie Whittaker just has to kind of do her shocked face in, in the present day. Yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. Like, I mean, one of the one of the criticisms of the Timeless Children, which I sort of broadly agree with, is that like a lot of it is just someone telling the Doctor her new backstory. Like, it's not the Doctor doesn't like do much to kind of find out. She kind of takes uh, the initiative right at the end when she sort of fights back against the Matrix. Um, but a lot of it is her just sort of standing there while the Master tells her stuff. She doesn't really find it out herself. Like his whole thing is like, uh, I'm not gonna earlier in the series. Ah, uh, there's a secret. And uh, I'm not going to tell you what it is. And then like, well, he's like, okay, the allotted time has now passed. I will now tell you what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's sort of, there's not really much progression in it. Um, but yeah, no, it's, I think it's definitely interesting, but it's, it's interesting also to know how they're going to do it. Like you say, without it kind of getting too bogged down in like flashbacks and like people telling the doctor things. I don't know. I mean, probably the best way is for the doctor to just meet someone, you know, meet another past life. It'd be kind of interesting if the doctor kept meeting them, but also you kind of also want the Joe Martin doctor battle. You don't want that to be a one-off um she was really cool um and again it's like you kind of want her to face off with Jodie Whittaker again I mean it's like well do they have time in the you know only eight episodes that they have left apparently I mean again it could be that the rooms of Jodie Whittaker leaving aren't true in which case a lot of this is moot um but you know we're kind of operating on the assumption that they might be in which case you know you never know I mean look really difficult to know where this is going to pan out I guess the other question is what did you think um, as a fan of these kind of revelations because as I said before they were pretty controversial a lot of people were upset that William Hartnell is technically not the first doctor anymore some fans were very happy that the Morbius doctors were officially canonized I mean where do you fall on it yeah I am um, I was pretty happy to be honest but I wonder if it's because I don't have a uh, I've got much more kind of affinity to the modern era than mm. kind of the classic one and I kind of felt like they kind of did a bit of best of both worlds in kind of keeping like the stuff that we've seen is still real, it's still canon. As I think the way the master puts it is like, but that wasn't your first life. There's like this whole other life before that that you don't know about, which I think I was pretty happy with it. And yeah, looking at it now, <clears throat> I do see it as quite an exciting way to, to expand the universe a bit. It reminds me a bit of with Star Wars, how like now that the sequel trilogy films have finished they've started kind of filling in the gaps between mm. the between uh episode six and episode seven with things like the mandalorian and stuff whereas like kind of doctor who for a while like the only kind of real gap they've had is between the original series and the, and the modern series which they've kind of filled quite <laughs> sufficiently now with all of the anniversary stuff and all the paul mcgann bits and so like to have a whole other era where you can kind of drop stories into i think is quite quite exciting but yeah i almost want there to be like just a spin-off set in that time because i think that would be cool like the way that the mandalorian is like we're going to just show you a different character and we're going to slot it into it just a point in the timeline uh i think that like if i that would be my dream list dream wish list thing would be let's kind of now have the joe martin series where we see her chunk of what happened there but yeah, yeah that'd be quite all, all cool in, yeah I guess yeah, all in all, I was pretty. Sorry, oh, you, go sorry you go. No, I was just gonna say, all, all in all, I was pretty excited. I remember going on Twitter after I watched it, and kind of being like, "Oh, some people really hate this." As <laughs> I was like coming into it quite giddy. Yeah, it is interesting. I mean, I think you can definitely say like it definitely opens things up. I feel like 
people do seem to quite like the Joe Martin Doctor and she exists because of this storyline. So you can't say that it's like all bad. I do kind of get why people were a bit like thrown by it. And also I have some thoughts about like, I do think that it's quite a good twist. I, again, I'm coming at it as more of a fan of the modern series. So maybe I'm not as bothered by that, you know, similar to you, um, the <clears throat> changes to the classic, but also I do kind of think, I'm not sure if it was kind of executed necessarily in the best way, the new twist, you know, um, yeah. not that it was terrible, but you know, I think it was, an, it was, you know, an, an enjoyable kind of reveal, but I feel like maybe if that had been done differently, like I think part of the reason people like the Joe Martin twist so much is that that episode was great. Like, and it was just really cool. And like, you know, it was like the doctor digging up a buried TARDIS in a grave, you know, all that stuff's pretty fun. Um, as opposed to just being told it. Um, but I don't know, like, look, clearly, even a year on, The Timeless Children is inspiring a lot of discussion and debate. <laughs> I mean, I'm astonished the number of episodes we've managed to get out of it because, I mean, it's, it's probably the episode we've talked about the most, apart from, like, maybe Christmas specials or something for, at Christmas, um, at least in recent years. Um, but, yeah, no, clearly, you know, we'll be back here in another year saying The Timeless Children, two years <laughs> on. What do we think of it now? I mean, we'll have, a, have had another series by then, so maybe we'll have a new things to talk about. But um, if not, you know, you know, I'll come back. I'll come back and talk about it again. It's always good. Um, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely one of those where you just wish like the next season already existed. It's one of those yeah. where, you know, when, when Netflix or iPlayer or whatever is like, keep watching, you'd be like, yeah, show me the next one. I need to know what happens next. But definitely, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with it. Assuming they do something. I have just this awful suspicion that they're just going to like, not do anything and then final episode throw in something very last minute i don't yeah. know we'll see um but what do you think people listening and in the comments um do you think the timeless children uh holds up a year later w or were you not a fan um and what do you think of the big twist do you think that uh, it's a good move to open up doctor who's backstory or do you think it's an insult to the classic series also you know you might want to speculate about where this storyline could go in the next series if indeed it does uh we'll be back next week um, well, I will. Not sure about Rob. Rob might have other duties, uh, but uh, we might have something special for you next week. I won't say what in case it doesn't happen, but um, be prepared for something a little unusual. Um, and if it isn't unusual, just pretend that it is. And Rob, I'm sure we'll have you back on the podcast again, possibly talk about Doctor Who games, if nothing else. Um, and thank you for standing in. Oh, no, thank you for having me. It's been great. No problem. Uh, to everyone at home, thanks for listening and goodbye. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. It's the question that's on everyone's mind. How do you live a good life? How much do work, health, relationships matter? What about happiness, meaning, money, and love? What if you're alone or anxious, ill, or in pain? These are the questions we explore weekly on the top-ranked Good Life Project podcast. Hosted by me, award-winning author, four-time industry founder, and perpetual seeker, Jonathan Fields. Every week, I sit down with world-renowned experts, iconic writers and researchers, and while everyone from Olympic gold medalists to world-shaking activists, A-list celebs, musicians, and more, all with a single goal, to help understand what it truly takes to live a good life and to feel a little less alone along the way. Listen to the Good Life Project podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com <laughs>